Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Transform Weekly Podcast. Today, we're going to continue in um, talking about the four dots that are in our logo, which we call the Transformation Trail, Lost, Found, Grow, Go. Today, we're going to center on the word grow. You know, it's part of God's plan that we as believers grow. And, and so today, we want to talk about that principle of how it happens and what is the result of it. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. And I also want to take a moment and I want to thank once again Park Home for our studio furniture and Taylor Design and Events for the design of our studio here. Here's some questions as we ponder today's discussion. Have you increased in your faith from the moment of salvation? Have you become greater in grace, faith, and knowledge in Christ? Have you matured? If you say yes, then I would ask you, what are the marks of that maturity? How are you measuring your maturity? Here's another question. Who's responsible for your growth? Who's responsible for your maturity? Who's responsible for my maturity? So let's, let's talk about this. First of all, I think we need to understand this first principle. Growth is God's work. It's what he does. It's what he plans. First Corinthians 3 verses 6 and 7 says this. I planted the seed. That's Paul talking. Apollos watered it, but God was making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. You know, God is an amazing God. All from the scripture, we see where he will make something grow. Even in the act of creation, he had created an atmosphere where everything would grow just because of the atmosphere he created. Growth is his idea. Now, if God causes growth, then we have to be the cause of our immaturity. It's not, it's not the pastor's fault. It's not the church's fault. It's not your spouse's fault. It's not any other fault than the fault of the soil. And the Bible tells us that we're the soil. Think about this. We've got to take ownership if we have lack of growth in our Christian life. Because growing up means owning up. Isn't it funny? When you're a child, you don't own up to the things that you've done. You don't own up when you're wrong. But maturity and uh, dictates that as we grow up, we own up. Immature people like to cast blame on others for their own inadequacies. Immature people would rather blame than to assume blame. If you're not maturing, let me say this very kindly this morning, you're the problem, no one else, because no one else can stop your maturity. Growing means measuring. If we're going to grow up, then we need to measure up. But what are we measuring to? What's our standard? Who are we measuring to when we try to measure our growth? Well, listen to what Paul said. Paul said this, until we all attain the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. He also says, but speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Okay, so here's the deal. Growing up means we measure ourselves up to Christ, not down to other men, not down to other people, not horizontal to other people. Our standard, our standard of measurement has got to be Jesus. We've got to grow up into him and not down to the world. We've got to grow up into him and not to the past. We've got to grow up and measure up in Christ is the standard to which we ascribe. We got to measure against ourselves against his fullness. 
You see, the fact of the matter is many people feel comfortable comparing themselves with each other. But the moment we begin to compare ourselves with him, we find ourselves lacking. I think it's interesting. Remember what Peter's response to him was on the boat. He said, go away from me, Lord. I'm a wretched man. Jesus became the standard by which he measured his life. And yet the amazing thing is he is the one who made it possible for us to become like him. You see, we cannot measure ourselves with someone else because it's an imperfect standard by which we measure. We cannot measure ourselves against something or someone that is not an absolute. I love what E. Stanley Jones says. E. Jan Stanley Jones says that Jesus was the absolute person and the kingdom is the absolute order. If you want something to measure your life against, Jesus and the kingdom are the two absolutes in our life. Christ is the absolute to whom we measure ourselves. Growth looks like Jesus. We begin to think like him and we begin to act like him. Now, when we, as we do this and as we're growing, growing up means that the limbs and the body grow together. Paul talks about that in, in his writings. You see, what happens is as we would grow, our limbs, my arm grows in proportion to the rest of my body. Individual growth and body growth are to be proportionate to each other. You know, my legs, my arms, my feet, my muscles are all to grow proportionally with each other to produce a healthy body. Individual parts of my body are to grow in proportion to each other. Now, I would suggest that that is the picture that Paul was talking about with the church. Limited growth of the church as a body is often parallel to the limited growth of the individuals in the body. And yet, as the individuals grow, the body grows. And so, your, so, so the principle there is my individual growth is paramount to church growth, paramount to body growth. All right. And so sometimes we have to understand that if we see a church body that we're a part of that we don't feel is growing, it's because of the individual parts that are not growing. My, my growing up means that I come to a place in my life where I step up. Many people want to uh, be saved to go up to heaven, but never grow up. Therefore, they never step up in their life. You know, the fact of the matter is it's time for some of us to step up and live out the fullness of our calling to be like Christ, to step up and be part of his kingdom now. You, you know, and what does that mean? That means that as I'm growing up and I begin to step up, then I begin to take up my cross, right? You take up your cross and you follow Jesus. Maturity demands sacrifice. Parents sacrifice for their children. It is the mature sacrificing for the immature. We've all done it as parents, and we don't necessarily want to, but it's something that is uh, paramount to their growth. M mature believers take up the cross for the cause of Christ. You know, there's another one I like to talk about a lot of times that one of the ways we can measure our growing up is, is like this. We grow up and then we shut up. Now, the fact of the matter is sometimes it's just a time to stop talking, to stop the gossip, to stop the backbiting, to make the flesh shut up. Mature people know when to talk and they know when not to talk. Mature people know what to talk about and what not to talk about. And so I think one of the hallmarks of our life as we're maturing is we know when to be quiet, when to talk, what to talk about, what not to talk about. Some people never shut up. I believe that's a 
mark of immaturity. When you, when you grow up, you begin to listen up. How many times have you ever said to your child, listen up, listen up, I'm trying to tell you something. It's time to listen to the Holy Spirit who dwells within you as a believer. It's time for some to listen to spiritual authority that God has placed in your life. It will bring you and help you get to a place of maturity. Children who don't listen rarely maximize their maturity. And then there's this one. When you grow up, you read up. <laughs> it is written. Do I need to say any more? You know, it's amazing. We, we live in a, a challenging time where there's a lot of um, uh, lack of knowledge of the Bible. You know, and yet the Bible holds words for life and godliness. The Bible holds words for instruction. The Bible speaks to everything in our life. And yet many of us go through life operating by the flesh because we don't know the word of God. And, and so we need to read up in order to become mature. Here's another hallmark. When you grow up, you build up. You know, immature people tear each other down. Immature people always are the ones who say, yeah, but when it comes to somebody, somebody says something nice about a person and they'll say, yeah, but, you know, we need to stop that. We need to stop tearing each other down. We need to stop tearing people down so that you feel better and building yourself up. Immature tears down, but the mature build up. And let me say this one to you. And when you grow up, you make up. How long are you going to hold that offense against someone? How long are you going to operate in unforgiveness? How, how long are you going to hold the grudge? How long are you going to not forgive? Immature people don't forgive. But mature people know how to forgive. And the fact of the matter is, Jesus talks about forgiveness and unforgiveness in the parable uh, of the man who was forgiven the 10,000 talents. It's an interesting thing. He was forgiven 10,000 talents, left the presence of his master, found a fellow slave who owed him 100 talents. Bible says he choked him and would not forgive him and threw him into prison until he would repay him. It's interesting to me that the master then looked at him when he found out and he said, you wicked servant. I want you to think about that for a moment. Unforgiveness is wickedness in the eyes of God. But yet, maturity in Christ will lead us to a place where we're able to forgive. Here's the, let me, let me sum this up today. The fact of the matter is, we were lost and we were found. But when we were found, then there's an expectation on God's part that we would grow. And, it's his, and, and he takes the responsibility of doing it. It's his work. It's why his spirit lives inside of us and moves in us and puts to death the deeds of the body and, 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 and develops the fruit of the spirit inside of us so that you and I can come to the maturity in the fullness of Christ. You, you know, if, if you're not growing, you're out of the plan of God. If you're not growing in your faith, you're outside of God's plan. I'm not saying you're not going to heaven but you're never going to live out the fullness that he has for your life. If you're not maturing, you're out of the will of God. If I'm not maturing, I'm out of his will. And, and so the challenge today is to say, okay, where am I at? Where am I at now compared to when I got saved? What is my maturity level? What do I measure my maturity with? Who do I measure it against? And let me remind you, you measure your maturity against the absolute person who is Jesus. And you measure your maturity against the absolute order, which is the kingdom. And man, when we step up and we mature to those two things, I promise you, we will come to a fullness in Christ we never could imagine. So I say to you today, let God produce growth in you. Have a great day.